dogs in the house. Let's get close to the gate, y'all. We're going to kick it like this on the last album. Welcome to the OD. I said it before, I already got my dirty chucks on, so I don't know what energy I'm bringing today. We'll see. Hey, yo, T, I got a question. I got a question. I got a question. I don't know if I got an answer. You might have an answer. How'd you feel about that? How'd you feel about that Snoop Dogg? Where's DMX? We already discussed this on the pod. <laughs> I, I'll give you what my uh, what mine is. I'll tell you what my score was. What's up, Taylor? How you doing? What's up? I'm good. You a little nervous? Huh? You a little nervous? Yeah, I'm a little nervous. <laughs> Don't be. Trust Don't me. Be. Welcome to episode 24 of the OD Podcast. Episode 2-4. Shout out to Bean. Mama mentality. I've been listening to samples all week. i just been going back and forth, seeing what original songs started with certain, uh, with certain uh, samples. I just got a notification for Derek Brunson, TKO win. Again, this is episode 24 of the OD Podcast. Welcome to it. Welcome to it. I am your host, Terrell. Sitting in front of me is doing it behind the camera, as always, is Caprice. And sitting in front of me, I have a new person. Not new to me, but of course she's new to you guys. This is Miss Taylor Fox. How you doing, Taylor? What's up? Pretty what's good. going on? What's going on? Um, I actually, you know what's funny? I started this pod and I had a bunch of... Um, different songs that I kind of wanted to start with, but I in, I landed here only because we it's hard because when we when we have this podcast, it's hard to talk about certain things and be written and, and you want to do it in a respectful way. So that's that's kind of the thing that we want to do. We it's hard because certain things we can't avoid and certain things that we can't um, that we can't uh dance around. That's, that's what I'll say. There's certain things that we can't dance around. Um, I do know one thing, though. Uh, <laughs> once Twitter gets a hold of something, Twitter doesn't let it go. So I started, and of course, this I've said it before, but this podcast is, is definitely influenced and um, I don't even want to say modeled after, but it's definitely influenced by the Joe Budden podcast. So shout out to you guys. But um, the, the song definitely needs to Needs to set the tone. I don't know if you know where I'm going with this. Oh my god. But to see Twitter go from one side of the fence and then the exact other side of the fence when it came to Dr. Dre's divorce, it was the weirdest thing in the world for me. I don't know if it was weird for anybody else because the amount of people, <laughs> let's say, I don't even remember the days, but the amount of people saying that Dr. Dre was stupid on Tuesday was not the same group of people that was calling them stupid on Saturday. Wait, can you give me context a little bit? Oh, okay. so let me let me give you a little context, uh, and I, I need little. to know I need to know names so that way I don't I don't get this wrong. But I, I just know one word, and you know, 
not said it yet. And I haven't said it yet. And I most definitely have not said it yet. Because what I think people need to do is his his wife is Nicole, you know, so um understand that first of all, whenever something like this happens, especially in the public eye, these are public figures, so you do wanna we do wanna be respectful in terms of uh, discussing their situation. Um hopefully everything is can can end in a in a in a respectful way, peaceful way both on both sides. But TMZ reported something that said that Nicole Young, who is his actual uh, former, or I guess on her way to being his former ex-wife now, mm -hmm. um, filed for divorce. And when she filed for divorce, uh, I believe that she mentioned that Dre was worth uh, $800 million, I believe, was the number that she threw out there. And she was asking for spousal support along with uh, a division of property. Duna, you <laughs> gonna lie certain things like just when you read it it just looks a certain way division of property i'm not even going through a divorce and i was like division of who property what you we'll, be, we'll be splitting so okay so anyway um i i wasn't sure what to, what to what to think and then everybody was saying that he was crazy he was crazy because there was no prenup And this is why people on Twitter, <laughs> you know what's funny? I heard my, I heard people say before that everybody, even though everybody <laughs> like has an opinion, not everybody should voice theirs. And these are the reasons why not everybody should voice theirs. Because especially when it's somebody's love life, I don't think anybody learned anything with the Jada Will and August situation. <laughs> um, but there's a lot of things that go on behind closed doors that you do not know about. And the reason why I think it's important to, and hold on, man, hold on. I'm going to get this off. If I'm going to talk about this, I'm going to get this off. Go ahead and say what you got to say with your chest. Oh, no, I'm talking about getting this off in the background. <laughs> so I think it's important that people understand that Dr. Dre is no fool. Because there was a prenup. <laughs> Supposedly, and then it, it's so weird to see TMZ go back and kind of like clean up certain stories because they got to back off of certain positions that they stood on. And they said that supposedly it was a prenup now. They're not quite sure what happens. They're not quite sure whether Nicole didn't want it to get out, whether she thought it was null and void because of a certain reason. So it's still going to be played out. But I just thought the one, the only reason why I wanted to have this conversation is I don't think Dr. Dre and Stupid go in the same sentence, just at all. So I, I, I just really thought that it was ironic or weird, I should say, that so many people looked at the situation and was like, she's going to walk away with half of it. It's just certain people, when you get to a certain level, you have to take care of yourself. I'm, sh I'm not sh I'm sure that Dr. Dre wasn't planning on it ever being a divorce. But when, you, when you're worth a certain amount, I feel like you got to protect yourself. And this goes both ways. I feel the same way with rich <laughs> women as well. Like there's no way he didn't have a way to protect his, his empire. Like, like you think you're going to just come in for a couple of years and then take what I got? <laughs> At least half of what I got. At least well, it's more than a couple. Got. They're like 96. They're married. 96. So that's more than a couple. That is true. So that's, a, I mean. But still. But you always got to protect yourself no matter what. We all know this. I'm 
pretty sure he learned from Michael Jordan. <laughs> like you, you, your words from your lips to God's ears. I didn't say it. Hey, just saying you gotta learn from previous people that actually been through them type of marriages and stuff like that. So, I mean, people be tripping though. Like they brought up him being crazy. They only bringing up something that happened way back then. Like, and they sticking to it. They sticking to it. I mean, to to be quite honest, don't. And I've heard multiple people say this. Don't to be a musician, don't you have to be crazy? Like to be an artist? Because, I mean, we're all, uh, Caprice, Caprice doesn't necessarily write, but I know we're all writers in here. And I know we all have certain quirks about us that some people get, and some people either they, they get or they don't get. I'm going to tell you, I agree with that, because look at Kanye. That's, okay. <laughs> Go ahead, Taylor, Taylor have I at mean, it. It, it, might, it, it, it might be a little different, but <laughs> Kanye. It might be. Kanye is definitely one of them. I think it's uh, different. Taylor, you, I know, Taylor, Taylor knows it's different. I know it's different. Talk to uh, me. We talked about uh, we talked about this last week. What did you talk about? Like, what was the what were the parameters? There, none. We we tried to figure out what are we to make of Kanye, and we'll just leave it at the greatest musician that we. I'm not we, leaving it there. I mean, I can't go. I can't. I'm not gonna stay. We all know. You feel me? After what he thinks, what he says. Okay, cool. But I can't rock with it. You know, like I said, music I'm, wise, I'm we're just gonna stick to Kanye as a musician. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if you, but Kanye is taking it farther than that now, so we have to acknowledge that. Like he's just, he he's he's far. doing too much. He's like, there's a lane that he should stay in, and he's, but he's. This is different. This is <laughs> this is enough. <laughs> we this don't need this. This is, this is what I'm saying. Like Kanye, like crazy. He's Kanye's always just been. But Kanye. there's like Kanye and then like the president, and those two things shouldn't be the same. <laughs> I'm pissed off because, like I said before, I wrote a story before I left Cerritos, and the headline literally literally was, "It ain't Obama though." Oh my God. He Kanye should run. He shouldn't win. Like I said before, and I think I said it on the last podcast, Duna, it's like me going into a room right now and referring you for a job. If you never applied, bro, it doesn't matter who I speak to. Do you realize that he held his rally in a state where they said that he's not going to be on the ballot? What was the point of that? <laughs> South Carolina was the first state to come out and say, you're not going to be on the ballot come November. Host the, host the shit if you want to. So what's what are we supposed to make of this? Bless. It's not. It's not real. You're you're focused on beating Joe Biden. He's not even in the office. What are you what are you what are you doing? <laughs> He's blocking right now. You got a football shirt. You got a Raven shirt on right now. He's blocking for forty five right now. Defend your man's. <laughs> I'm, you. I'm not defending Kanye. I'm saying we gotta leave him right where he's at. The musician is. That's what we need to know him as because what he's doing now, yeah, that's just proper attention. I'm just gonna keep it so real with you. That but at is, the end of the that is literally like if you watch everything he's saying, you watch the videos. Then why don't we help him? Do he help me? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what can we do? What can we do? We just regular people, man. We, what, what can we do for Kanye? 
For real, Kanye nothing. could do more for me than what I could do for him. <laughs> nothing. Like I need therapy too. I can't <laughs> afford it. <laughs> he could afford it. Like what can we do for Kanye? Kanye gotta be able to his wife, his his wife's family should be able to help, but we seen what that happens. You see what that goes. Well Lamar. nobody can do anything for Kanye unless Kanye wants it to be done. That too. However, you can't have you guys ever dealt with anybody with, with mental like with mental issues because sometimes they don't know that they need help. Yes, mm-hmm. but if you imply it and not not force on them, but just implying it, it turns into a whole defense mode for them. I was defense just about to say, yeah, they're gonna get. So that's what I'm saying. Like, what can we do as his fans listening to his old school music? You know, uh, what can we do? There's really nothing because he's just gonna throw us down pretty much in everything he talks about now. And then now we're just sitting ducks. <laughs> and then he goes and rants. You feel me? I'm not a sitting duck. I'm not waiting I, no more. I, I, I got to I left. I'm I left cool. the party. I'm I don't I don't know what the what he's doing. I don't even know how the hell we even I I, I didn't want to open up with this with this I mean, I, now, I'm, you, no, I'm you happy said, we did it. Yeah, you, you said crazy. So I'm like, well, Kanye I definitely, you feel me? All musicians are crazy. You guys I think Kanye's not crazy. He has an illness, and that. Well, is I'll say before. Different. Before, before he started dating Kim, he definitely was crazy. He He's was, always I been crazy, but there's a difference between crazy and ill, like mentally. You know what? This is what there's, I'm gonna say. Like this politically, we have say. to draw that line. I think we definitely need to draw that so. line because too many people are trying to blur it and they're purposely yeah. trying to blur it. I will say one thing: since you just said that, I've said something for the longest. I don't know that household. I don't know Kim. I don't know Ye. I don't know anything. What I will say is just being a Kanye fan, like a stand the way that I was growing up, I noticed one thing. Even when he went off on Taylor Swift, uh, Beyonce had the best had the, what, what's the best video of all time. I, I think, think it was best that. video. When he went off, everybody knew that Ye was, uh, had that bottle of Hennessy, right? Everybody knew that. However, when Kanye took that extreme left, <laughs> It was right after his mom passed, but what else happened? Does anybody else remember? I pay attention to this. Ooh. Go back and look at the timeline. Kanye started to go downhill the moment that he left Amber Rose. <laughs> I, I know it, it may sound it like was, a joke. It was on top of my head, but I didn't, I didn't want to say that because... Hold on, wait, hold on, hold on. I know it may sound like a joke, but Wiz has a kid with Amber. Wiz expresses that there's no animosity with Amber. Regardless of what they've ever been through, they've always had love for each other, they always will. I think that's a dope thing. Wiz created an, a relationship and a bond between them that prohibits anybody else from disrespecting it. There's a reason for that. 21 Savage went on The Breakfast Club and said that in his relationship with Amber Rose, he had never drunk so many green juices in his life. I pay attention to things like that, guys. It's a lifestyle change, man. Only thing I'm saying is, it looked it looked as if Amber was able to get through to him. Is all I'm gonna say. That's yeah. Shout out to Amber Rose, man. I mean, it's it's when you got somebody that actually like loves you, wants to wants to elevate you mentally, spiritually, physically. That's Amber. No, as as many as many people view Amber as you know what she, you know, what she does behind you know for her life, you know what I'm saying whatever she do. 
she's caring for these people. Okay. Now you go and you look at the Kardashian family. You, you said it, not me. Oh, I'm gonna say it because it's the truth. Yo, I did see that 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 tree, that tree of mental health, and I was like, yo. You get what I'm saying? Like it's it's there. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just there. Like we we didn't know about the Kardashians like that until Ray J. I'm gonna be honest, I didn't. Are we talking I mean, about the Kardashian curse? Reggie that, Bush. That whole vibe. I think that's what they're that's that's what people are leaning toward. That is a Kardashian. Is curse. it a curse or is it just them like? I think it has to be a curse because bamboozling black men is what really what I. <laughs> I don't know because before what is it after Lamar Odom it was what uh, the basketball the other basketball player it was Reggie Bush before that. It was Miles Austin from the Dallas Cowboys before that. Do I have to keep going? That's true. But I'm just saying not only no, I'm black, just, like not, not only. And I'm not, and no disrespect, because this is not meant to be disrespectful, but like they, that literally was what everybody was saying. They were highlighting certain people and they were showing the before and afters. And it's not a situation of like, everybody has a past, so that's not the situation. Kanye has one, Kim has one, I have one, everybody in this room has one. But I think what they were linking it to is more so what Taylor was saying. Like, what are they doing to these people that they're literally breaking these men down? And I think that's what more people are kind of, pointing to again like i said i don't know the situation but as a kanye stan that is one thing that i noticed i noticed that every time somebody gets with amber rose they have nothing but positive things to say about say about that person and how much she poured back into them and it just looks like kanye needs somebody to pour into him granted kanye i've said this a million times kanye looks like a person who drains you like a motherfucker so (laughs) i think people need to also understand that don't nobody know what kim's going through don't nobody have no fucking clue what Kim is going through. Like, if we get tired of Kanye on the TV, oh, she right. lives with bro. Yeah. Did, you, did, did you see the so, video? So, yeah, I, pray I for her as well. video where he was whining about a Band-Aid. I'm not doing this shit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, I saw it. I know like, what you're talking about. I used to watch the show. I'm not going to I'm like, I'm not gonna lie. I'm like, wait, what? She was like, yeah, he's acting like a crybaby. I'm like. She said, get me a Band-Aid. Just, can you just get me a Band-Aid? Bro. And they had a fight. Wait, Kim was asking for the bandaid, or no, Ye was asking for the bandaid? Kanye was asking for the bandaid. He wanted her to bring her the bandaid, and she said she no. Like, I think, yeah, or she said like no. That. You can get it yourself. What do you guys want to start with? <laughs> Anything but that, man. <laughs> and then she went and like bought a bunch of band aids for their anniversary. Bought a bunch of band aids. Oh my god. Hey, shout out to Kim. <laughs> shout out to Kim. Hey, you. Know, hey, did you guys? Remember, do you guys remember that episode of uh, uh, the Fresh Prince when he was locked in a basement with Tisha? Uh-huh. With Tisha Campbell Mark. Sitting in a basement. <laughs> <laughs> sitting on a stuck in the basement, sitting on a tricycle girl getting on my nerves. But remember the part where she wanted to open up the can of biscuits and he was like, use your fingernails, and she was like, here, here, here. <laughs> he was like <laughs> <laughs> If I was Kim, that's the way I'm walking in the house with band-aids, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Take all these shits. Oh my god, what did you say went to <laughs> Why did you let me go oh, there? Oh um cause I it w- we were talking about it. It was on Twitter and Facebook. Oh, but shit. who comes first? The woman. Your mother. Oh. Or your <laughs> wife. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What? Nothing. Uh, what happened? Who okay. comes first? The mother or the, the wife? Oh. What about you, Dunay? The Wait, the... The I'm sorry. Yeah, the mother or the wife, like the the husband's mother or his wife. I don't want to... Who comes I don't, first? I don't, I don't you, you're missing the third option there. His child. 
his kids come first. No, 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 no. Well, I'm not talking about. We're not talking about children. We're literally children just doing mom and equation. daughter. Mom and daughter. Or excuse me, mom and uh, wife. wife. Yeah, mom and wife. Mom, mom and wife. wife. I'm gonna let Duna take this answer first. Cause I'm gonna be so real. I'm married, so my wife come. You feel me, mom? You're gonna always be there. You know what I'm saying? Like it ain't nothing. I mean, I guess some people are mama's boys. Yeah, I'm one of them. But um, listen, it. I mean. If moms need me to do something, I'm gonna do what moms need me to do. However, right. you feel me? I still gotta go back home to my wife. So if my wife needs me to do something, mom, you can take along. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> wife need me to do something first. You get what I'm saying? So yeah, I don't know. I gotta go with wife though, cause that's my wife. You know? What yeah. Saying? I mean, people take vows. I don't. I feel like people think. Did you want me to answer, or did that? you want to? Hold on. I feel oh, like. You when, try? Oh, okay. Yeah, I feel like when people um they they think you're thinking like. Like the mother is just gonna be non-existent. Like, oh no, I'm never gonna like. It's about like everyday things. Clearly, like you come home to your wife every night. Like you sleep, you know, in your home every night with your wife. So clearly, you're not going to your mama's house every night. Like I couldn't imagine being married and like every night I call my husband. Where you at? Oh, my mama's house. Nigga, what? Like are all like always at the house for something, helping her with the plumbing, helping her with something. Okay, at this point, nigga, we well, gonna have to hire somebody for her because it's always an issue at the house. So it's like. It's not about never seeing them, but it's about your. It's not going to be as constant as, as the first. You have to make sure your your wife and your home is okay. You took vows for that. You don't live at home no more with your mother and your father. So that's just that's that. That doesn't mean you're going to love her any less or see her any less. Taylor, you got. Something? I took it like I thought you were saying like in like a certain situation. Who comes no, first? not in like, certain situations. Just who do you, in general. I feel like you support your wife. You support mm-hmm. your mom, mm-hmm. but. Your mom is your family by birth. Your wife is your family by choice. So you have to support that side of your family always, I think. And there's a way to do it where you don't have to, like, yeah. you're not saying, like, whatever, Same. mom. Yeah. Like, right. Exactly. It's not like, oh, yeah, yeah whatever, mom. It's like right. you said, it's a way to do it. Balance. Yeah. You can go have dinner at her house once a week, twice, whatever, you know, or once a month you guys go somewhere. It's a There's plenty of ways to maintain relationship with your parents than to, like, just constantly always be with them or at their house as if you're not married, yeah. you know. You can bring your wife to dinner. Yeah, just bring her with you. Have I mean, that was, that was pretty much where I was actually going to go with it. I feel like the moment that you take vows, you – now, the moment that you take vows, you created your own family. So now that's your first priority, which is your family. So I feel like that's why it goes back to – I actually got into it because now I want to expand this, con- expand this conversation because I don't have too much extra to add to it. But um, two things I actually want to go to. Remind me to get on that video because we want to talk about the video. But, um, yes, but it was a full, it was a full list. It was wife, mom, daughter – Baby, mama, sister, grandma. And it was like, man, create the order. And I was like, yo. That's scary. What? I was it was, like, was kind of crazy to see how many people bro. said, like, their like, spouse comes before their kid. And it was the weirdest was thing like, because when I made the list, I was like, you're, first of all, you're, mm-hmm. I just want to let everybody know, you're going to look like an asshole when you rank that. Period. You're going to look like an asshole. Yeah, that's gonna look cool. Now, exactly going back to what Taylor said, when I give my list, I do want people to know it's exactly what Taylor said. It's not saying that by putting one particular person in one order that you're condemning the, the person that's under them to death. That's not the idea of what we're going with. We're just saying in terms of priority. I think the kids should come first. Oh Your man. wife should come next. Yo. Me personally, I say mom comes after that. However, I'm not faulting a person that puts their baby mama 
there. If they have a that's, Yeah, that's true. And see, and Taylor is the only woman that's ever been around me that didn't have a question about that. Most women are like, why would you put your baby mama before your I mom? Was, da, da, da. I was just because if your that. kid comes first, what's more important to that kid? Their mom, right? So, yeah, like I can see if a person <laughs> put their baby mama before their mom. It makes the most sense because her being happy makes my kid happy. Makes my life easier. Makes my life easier. <laughs> makes my life and then easier. after that, I'm not mad at somebody putting grandma and then sister, sister, then grandma, whatever. But I know most people, granny is up there. Hey. Like the moment granny call, it's like, yo, that's different. Hey, hold that's on. Grandma. grandma. I got to stop everything. Hello? No. But um, <laughs> you got a, you got, you got a, a, a list for that? You got an order for that? What did I, what did I say? Daughter, mo- wife, mom, baby mama, you said grandma, baby, and no, sister. You said baby mama and then mama. Oh no! I was just naming the six. I wasn't oh, doing my order again. But those six. are the six. So rank them. What you got? Kids, wife. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I do got a baby mama, mm-hmm. she would be third. Okay. Mm-hmm. But it's gonna be one and done for you, my man. So you feel me? If I don't, we ain't on the list. So that means, mama. <laughs> you feel me? Well. My situation, I'll put grandma and then, and then mama and then mama and then sister. All right. See, okay, so I feel like we can have this conversation. So we said all of that and had this whole conversation to say, did you guys see that viral video of the mom and the wife get into it about the front seat? Yes. Yo. All right. Mm. So you didn't any see the video? Con- context. Any oh, context. hold on. Hold on. Duna, talk, talk. She said, she said, this is my car. I pay for this car. You driving it? The daughter the, uh, talking to the mom, talking to her husband's mom, to her mother-in-law. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And to me, watching that, I was just like, I was lost. I'm like, I mean, at the end of the day, you still get in that same car no matter what. Right. So y'all finna cuss each other out and then so I switch sides. It's very like, awkward. Like you know what I'm saying? Like. So Taylor's watching in the background right now. Does it really matter who's in the front seat? That's what I'm saying. But wait, can we like talk about like yeah. how many people were saying? their spouse comes before their kids, oh, before which is together. also really a big problem in a lot of families. I don't want to just say black families, but in families in general, because your kids should come first. Like that's how kids are not getting talked to or you know lack of attention because you're you're busy putting like your spouse first. That doesn't mean your spouse is not gonna, you know, come about, but uh, it's just I like when- I hate to say it, but haven't we seen it happen when people it, are literally, I don't know if I'm, oh, haven't we seen it happen where people are literally like, they their significant other or ex significant other won't talk to them, yeah. so they take the kid. Yeah. yeah, and it's like now you're speeding or now you're threatening the kids. Like that kid ain't got shit to do with your feelings. Like that kid. And it's almost like emotions. when when kids like confide in their parents about like something say another parent did to them, whether it was abuse or cussing them out or something. And a lot of times parents will choose not to believe that child or to sweep it under a rug because that's their husband or that's their wife. And it's disturbing. So your children should come first because kids are innocent. Like your grown adult husband is going to make mistakes, and so are children. But you have to be held accountable as an adult. Kids are just going to make mistakes. So you have to put them first. They have to be raised. You can't, I don't know. It was just disturbing to see how many people were saying, like, it was like they husband and then they kids. And I was just like, like, well, first of all, say it's, say it's only a little bit of food in the house to eat. Let's say we poor. Who's going to eat? Our kid is going to eat. Nigga, you ain't finna eat. Go take your black ass outside. You think you finna eat this food before my baby eats? That's crazy. That reminds me of how everybody hate Chris, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this shit. Um, so Taylor just watched the video right now. Um, 
Do we have a? I I got one. I actually do. Actually, fuck it. I'll take it. I think that when I seen the video, first of all, uh-huh. first thing I thought was just from the way that they pulled up, you can tell that that has been a conversation before. That's been an issue before. Because when he pulled up, the mom is literally damn near hanging out of the window. Chilling. Looking like you're trying to aggravate somebody. You look like you're trying to aggravate somebody. Now, who was wrong in this situation? The wife was wrong. Because of the way that you have to respond. However, as a man, in my mind, perfect scenario. You pull up. The mom attempts to get out the car. The wife says, nah, don't worry about it. I'll get in the back seat. The mom says, no, this is your husband. I'll get in the back seat. I've seen that happen before. Why that didn't happen there leads, leads me to believe what I said originally. The way that she pulled up, she knew that that was going to be a problem. Yeah, they had clear underlying issues because at the end of the day, like a C really is not that big deal. Y'all yeah, clearly yeah. don't get along on any other level. Because, I mean, some older people like to sit in the front seat because it's easier. Like, it's just more comfortable. Like, my mom, she likes to sit in the front seat because she's, she's, like, six feet. She's older, so it's more comfortable. So she would, she's just always in the front seat. It would never be an issue. Like, nah, you got to get out. Like, it's that shouldn't be a big deal. But they clearly, like, just didn't get along. I don't know if the mom had ever cussed her out before, but she wasn't cussing in the video. And I just – you just – you can't be cussing out your mother-in-law. You that's can't cuss out your mama. You can't like cuss. She was talking like to her that. like she was a, a girl on the street. Like she was cussing her out like she was just somebody on the street. Like no matter how upset you get when it comes to your, at least I've been taught, when it comes to your elders, you have to compose yourself. Like of course, <laughs> no, of course you're not just going to just keep taking blatant disrespect from oh, anyone. That's not what right. I was laughing no, at. No matter how. We just had how. a 30-minute conversation about rankings, and I just said all of that to say, fuck them rankings. Like, the moment you curse at my mom, bro, fuck, hey, bro. Hey. Yeah. That's a, that's a, that's a, hey, chill out. Hey, chill out. Bro, who are you cursing at? I don't give a shit if she is in the room. Who are you cursing at? Chill out. Bro, what? I don't know, man. Nobody's cursing at my mom. Um, Off the rip. But, however, I will say this. I watched... My god brother, you know what I'm saying? Obviously, I watched my, you know what I'm saying, my auntie say, you know, that's you my son's wife, you sit in the front seat. Right. Like, I've watched that with mine. I'll be like, exactly. like, wait, what? And she goes, don't worry about it. When you have a family of your own, you'll understand. And I'm like, hmm, okay. Like, I get it, you know what I'm saying, you my mom's, it's my wife, though, right. at the same time. And, and, and that's, that's what's weird because no family is perfect, but my nana, my dad's mom, like, she's never chosen to sit in the front seat. Like, even, like, when it's me and my dad, she prefers me sitting in the front seat, and I'll be like, Nana, nah. Like, I'm not. But she feels more comfortable in the back, even. It's not that deep. I'm not going to lie. I feel the type of way if I'm walking out the house and Nana's like, shotgun. I'm going to look at her and be like, you got it. Trust me, you got it. Wait a minute. <laughs> I call I'll race you for it. <laughs> I race, race you for it. To the car, no. Um Y'all ever seen that? Sh- it's called uh, the show called Family or Fiance. No, no. Where they have to like. They, they gotta pick. Huh? They gotta choose. Yeah, like the f- uh, family doesn't like the fiance uh, or something like that. I haven't that. seen oh, it, but wait. I can so that's imagine. where I thought you were going with this question: is like, who do you this put first? Because like they, yeah, they have to choose. This is like, like it would really suck if like you didn't get along. And I think that's what it is, is with that video, 
they just never got along. They just yeah. never got along. And the the man, he should have been. Yo, he he should have tried he, to. He, he this is something that, that would should have been dead a long time ago. They should have been sat down at some bistro a long time ago with <laughs> some wine <laughs> and had a discussion about well, that he, relationship. You, you know, it. He probably did, but you know, moms when they feel like somebody ain't right for you. Yeah, and that's wise, true. Too. And wise is standing their ground. <laughs> you, they gonna stand their ground. They gonna be like, "Well, son, listen." She will never like that lady. She will never like her. Exactly. <laughs> like he it's can never gonna happen. It's never gonna happen until you know, until she proves her. But worth. you know, some parents don't Even have then. a legit reason. My my grandmother, my dad's mom, never liked my mom, like ever. She never had a legit reason. She just didn't like her. Sometimes, you know, like moms and their sons, though, they just kind of. <laughs> she was white. I don't know. I mean, cause she, but grandma was white, so she wanted him to get with, like, a white girl. But I'm like, that didn't happen. But she was, like, never was, like, really nice to her, probably, or, like, our whole life. And it was never no nice family dinners or nothing, just to kind of stop and go, like, the kids will see her some for a little bit. But it's an awkward, awkward silence. It, yeah. it breaks the room. You be like, so, how's everybody's thing going? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are talking about the weather at that point. You have no choice to talk about the weather at that point. Um, where do y'all stand on two hundred dollar dates? Ha! So um. look, listen. I'm gonna go ahead and leave. <laughs> she was ready. She was ready. Okay. So on Twitter, oh, everybody was like, everybody who was on the opposing side was making it seem like it was so hard to spend two hundred dollars on a date. Clearly, there's many dates you can go on that are nice where you don't have to spend $200. That's without having to be said. But it's easy to run up a $200 bill if you and you and somebody literally just, y'all can go out to dinner, get a nice entree, have appetizers and drinks, then go to a movie. Y'all probably want to get some little bit of movie popcorn, you know, <laughs> get, get a little bit of slushy. <laughs> Okay, that's you know that's gonna you know that's gonna cost probably by the end of that y'all probably have almost spent two hundred dollars just on nice dinner drinks going out getting some extra stuff. <laughs> it was just people making it seem like that was so much money. Like I've spent a hundred dollars just on myself on a self date, being fancy, you know, treating myself, and everybody was making it seem like ah never. One dude was like ah never. Yeah, you ain't never getting married either. <laughs> 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 How do we feel? Yeah. I don't know about I don't know where people go. I don't know just like certain things, certain places. Like it's really not that hard. You, you know that just yeah. I don't go to those places personally. I don't think. Like I don't think maybe because I'm a cheesecake? girl, so I don't pay. <laughs> yeah. See. So pretty privilege. So. <laughs> um. Uh, you ever been to cheesecake? Yeah. Of course, you can easily run up two hundred dollars at cheesecake. Wait, speaking easily. of cost, one of the one of the tweets was like he was saying he lived in what he say Houston. And where he lives, like, oh, nah. he could find some, like, super, super, like, cheap food. Yeah. And I was like, um, I had retweeted. And I was like, oh, just say where you live is cheap and keep it pushing. <laughs> like, you over here, t like, I'm from L.A., baby. And $200, you run that up quick. And that's not that much. Because you have to know where people live. Clearly, if I was from where you from, I would probably think how you think, too. But, okay, that's I was like, when he said Houston, I was like, oh, yeah, okay, that explains it. But see, at the same time, too, like, I mean, well, I mentioned cheesecake to you. You ever been to Outback? Outback Steakhouse? Like once. You can run up $200 there for sure. Roof Chris is easily, easy to, easy is to run up 200 expensive? Is that that? It's do you have a deal on Outback? I don't think Outback is that expensive. I don't. I think you got prices like Applebee's. I'm just going to put it out there. I don't go to Applebee's that much. But see, like, I don't know. Like, my first $200 bill that I think I can remember was... 
Yamashiro Hollywood. If you guys have been there, it's a restaurant that's behind the Hollywood sign. I didn't even know that they had like shit even up there. So half of it you're paying for the view. I'm not even gonna hold you. Half of it you are paying for the view. That was my first like two hundred dollar check. Like after tip, I kind of low key had to look at my shit and make sure I was like, do I want to? Do I have enough? No, because I said no. I was fine with that because I was food financial aid. So I feel like everybody needs to do that. I do. Shout out to Cerritos. Spend that money. But I feel like I feel like everybody needs to do it. Like at the end of the day, a two hundred dollar day, all you gotta do is skip the latest pair of shoes. If you are gonna buy the new pair of shoes, just don't get them, and spend the two hundred dollars on a girl if you if you fuck with her. So I feel like it's not that hard to necessarily do it. But um, after that Yamashiro bill, because it was two hundred, and then when I, t- I told you I used to serve. So when I tipped, I was tipping whatever I was tipping regardless. So when I tipped, the dude thought I was like, he was like, oh, fuck, I think you messed up. Because I tipped like 60. And I looked at him and was like, he was like, I think you messed up. And when he handed me my shit back, I started to look at him and be like, what if I told you I did? <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm not going back and saying you messed up. Unless it was like all, a, I'm not if, saying it, like, if it was a couple of zeros, I'm going to check with you. That's happened you, you because, it, because I'm not you gonna just look crazy. Six thousand dollars. No, 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 no. I'm not gonna look crazy and take that to the <laughs> bank and the next day they're calling like negative. that was a mistake. I'm, that's dumb. That's so what you what, wrote and that's what you signed. No, 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 sorry. No, 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 no. Listen, because <laughs> if that negative. was me that accidentally, no, I'm, I'm sorry. Negative. I have one too many to drink. Reverse that. No, I want my money back. Are you kidding? I'm no, no. I'm sorry. I mean, come on, man. They probably like they probably get like five dollar tips. Like you. You come and you say sixty dollars. Wait, hold on. But, but the, the bill, bill is two, so yeah, sixty so is mean, like on the on the you low end. The percentage. You yeah. So what is that? Six dollars on a two hundred dollar meal. I heard Kylie don't be tipping well, but you know, I tip thirty percent. Yeah, that's where. So okay, that's good. I'm thinking like you know what I mean. Like when he brought it back, I kind of looked at him and was like, "My nigga, you're right. I just shouldn't be tipping." <laughs> um, he did that because you were black. <laughs> and I hope you know what and. I'm about to do so. this too. He was actually a black brother, so I think that was that was why he was shocked. Like he came, he was a black servant, so he came back and was like, "Are you sure you meant to do that?" And I was like, "Absolutely." And I think that whole Yamashiro Hollywood shit went away. He was like, "My nigga, I thought," and I was like, "Yeah, bro, yeah, you get the deal. sixty dollar tips." That shit is no, ju- no, 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 hey, no, no, don't do that, don't do that. We're not doing that. Nah, 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 we're not doing that. Uh, <laughs> tell me about your two hundred dollar dates. Oh wait, how about going you. out to dinner with people who don't tip? I don't do that. You can't come out with me. I don't, you, yeah, you will sit here by yourself. I'm you not. can't come out with me, I especially mean, if you want to go somewhere nice too. You mean some? You want to go somewhere really nice and you don't, don't even want to? You don't want to tip anything? I used to. Serve, That's embarrassing. I'm not, like, I'm not about to have them looking at me like. Mm-hmm. I knew somebody who once tipped a dollar and eighty-seven cents on a t- on a bill because they messed up his order and he was just petty and decided wow. to tip like a dollar eighty seven. Wow. I just hope you guys know when you guys do I just hope you guys know when you guys do that, you guys are forcing that server to pay for your meal. Especially if you had drinks because the server at the end of let me just show you guys how it works. Okay, real quick. but it's illegal to make the servers do that. You know that right? Let me explain something. I'm telling you that there's that the servers are what you're talking about is a walkout. For instance, if somebody walks out and the restaurant tells you, hey, you have to pay for your walkout. You got to pay for that walkout's food. That's illegal. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is if Taylor, if everybody comes in here right now, let's say you three come in here and sit down and I'm serving you guys. Let's say you guys' bill is $96. Let's say that all of you guys had two drinks apiece. All of you guys had one entree. Once you guys dip, if you guys didn't tip me anything, at the end of the night, that bartender in that kitchen still have to eat off of every table you touched. 
So if you guys' table gave me nothing, let's say I got to tip the bar $8, and let's say I got to tip the kitchen $4, whatever the case may be. You guys tipped me nothing. I got to come out of my pocket at the end of the night $12. At the end of the night, I still have to do the payouts, the bartending payouts, the kitchen payouts. So at the end of everything, I'm coming out of pocket. So most people are like, well, we didn't tell you guys to get into this, get into this profession. Absolutely not. But that's why we work for our fucking tips. You, you have people, people that come in with the intent on not tipping. And, and then they wonder why they don't get good service. service. Bro, because I'm tending to these other people who are actually came in, who actually came in with the intention on not shorting us. You have people that come in and literally be like, oh, well, I, I mean, like I said, I used to serve. So I got stories for days. Like I have stories where they literally were like, oh, this drink only has one shot in it. I made the drink. I'm a bartender and trainer. What are you talking about? And then all of a sudden, now now your nachos are cold. They've been sitting here for 15 minutes. What else are you going to try to shoot with? So, I don't know. I'm a little different when it comes to serving. But, I mean, I could be wrong. Well, I ain't never been in that profession. That shit is draining. So. I work as a hostess at a restaurant. Draining. Awful. Fucking draining. Like <laughs> three months of my life. So draining. I mean, if I got it, I got it. But if I ain't got it, the money is good. That's why I like the money. Oh yeah, the money is great. I used to real cause I cause then you can give like I used to give people free shit like on the restaurant because fuck them because I know if I give them something <laughs> free, they're them. gonna tip me right. They're gonna yeah. be like, oh, instead of like me buying that right, just tip me for it. Right? You want that drink that Laguna? Okay, well it's not on the okay, bill, bro. But figure it out. It. Figure out how you yeah. wanna you know balance that out because it's not on the bill. Sure. But it, that's it's good money. But the statement where people say like, well, you guys know what job you picked. Honestly, it's ignorant because the restaurant industry takes advantage of its workers. And you guys know that. And you guys know that you like to go out to eat. So why can't you just even try to, you know, because it's like, you know, that it's not it's not their fault that they're not getting paid their wage. To those people that are saying that, what if I walked into the strip club and told them, no, shake ass because I paid my cover charge? It's the same shit. You know a profession you got in. I don't have to give you dollars. But women will stop shaking in front of you if you're not tipping. Am I wrong? It's just like when you're in the store and you just you don't care and you just don't put stuff back or don't fold it and you're like, oh, well, you know, they know what they signed up for. Just being like purposely messy or just not caring. Like working in a restaurant makes you realize people just are so nasty because they know somebody's going to clean up. It's yeah. like they're just so – but even like I just never understood that because even if I know someone is going to clean up after me – that even makes me more inclined to like Straighten keep things up. together because if I'm cleaning up after myself, that makes me more inclined to be like, ah, whatever. I'm gonna clean up after this if I'm at home or something. In a restaurant, you know, I'm not an animal. Like, can't people are really <laughs> animals? An animal. Like, they are really like. I mean, it's nasty. The things I've seen it it's does. It's that I, entitlement. Like, it's just I have the right to be here. I have a right to do whatever I want because you're serving. Because me. you're serving and me. You work. You work to make me happy right yeah. now. Yeah, the customer's always oh, right. You know, let me say this now. Shout out to Greg. I'm going to shout out to Greg right now from Buffalo Wild Wings because that is one manager who, when he was on, I knew for a fact. I was always one of those servers to where if anybody has been around me, you know, I'm even kill. Not too much is going to make my blood boil, but I'm sarcastic as shit. So if I feel like you came in on bullshit, I'm going to give you bullshit back. Only because I feel like you don't have a basis to stand on, so... We're both wrong, in the, if, if that's the case. So, 
I don't know if that was the best route to take, but that's the route that I took every single time. I'm okay with it. Yeah, that's the route that I took. So shout out to Greg because I knew it was, for instance, it was one lady who came in and wanted a drink or whatever. And we had just, it was one of those things to where I didn't necessarily have to card her, but it was a corporate store and we had just got hit with a couple of green cards. So basically what happens is sometimes you get um, mystery shopped. And basically what happened is you'll have somebody sit down and they'll act as if they're a regular patron. They'll see if you come over and say, hey, are you ready to order? Because if you walk over just like that, you failed. Because you're supposed to come over here, hey, my name is Terrell, we have this beer on the menu, we have whatever, whatever. It's hit or miss. So I'm sitting there when she asked for a drink and I'm like, can I see your ID? And she was like, <laughs> and started looking at the menu and I was like, Cool. So you guys know what I do for a living. So I turned to the side and I started watching the game. Dude was like, "Are you are you ready?" Yeah, sure. As soon as she shows me her ID, and he was like, "Are you serious?" I'm very serious. And she was like, "So you're gonna make me go into my what's it called?" And I was like, "I don't know where it is, but I'm gonna make you show it to me, or I just won't bring you the drink." And she wanted to make a big deal about it. Knowing that Greg, my manager, was on. Shout out to Greg. He just came out to UNLV for graduate school. Congratulations, my guy. Oh, congrats. Um, was she of uh, the caucus descent? <laughs> yes, she was. She was from the mountains of caucus. Okay. Um, <laughs> what? It's that Cat Williams right there. But it, it's the truth. Okay. So it's the truth. Yeah. So, and so is Greg. Shout out to Greg. Greg is white as well. And Greg came out, and I told Greg, I was like, bro, you got somebody who's who's – don't want to show me the ID. Greg looked at me and was like, is it a Karen? I was like, it is. He was like, I'll take care of her. He went, and sure enough, everything. I used to love when Greg used to deal with, used to deal with patrons because everything they say, Greg sits there the whole time shaking his head, yeah, and then as soon as they stop talking, he goes, yeah, well, like Terrell said, I'm sorry, we can't give you the. But he's not in the head the whole time, making them think that he's on their side, and then as soon as they're done, he's like, yeah, I'm sorry, but I still can't do Oh, I that that shit is hilarious, bro. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no. I, Shout out yeah. to Greg. Mm -hmm. Hope yeah, you well, again, it's against I'm so policy. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I understand. Oh, nah. See, I know Taylor used to get under people's skin being a host. I know it. You probably was like, yeah, it'll be 10, 15. Okay. <laughs> we, it's like, it's Mother's Day, right? Mother's okay. Day, it's Sunday or yeah. whatever, Father's Day, something like that. We are like, we're clearly busy, clearly. Like it's Mother's Day, it's outdoor restaurant. Like people bring their dogs. It's one of those, people like their dogs, whatever. Um, I'm like, the wait's gonna be like, it's gonna be like an hour. And they're like, okay, that's fine. They come back 20 minutes later, where's my table? I'm like, I said, it's gonna be an hour wait. Why would I tell you that if I didn't mean it? Like mm -hmm. you see, do you see any empty tables? Like <laughs> do you physically see with your eyes any tables? Like Have where do you Have you seen anybody sit? leave? <laughs> like Nobody's what are you doing? Up. Like there's a line out the door. Like where do you? I used to have to break it down to people. Every ma'am, ma'am, everybody you see, they just all sat down. All of them, everyone. The whole restaurant. Like everybody else <laughs> we is all waiting just, yeah, too. We just cleaned up a bunch of tables and just sat all these people. So yeah, the wait is gonna be at least an hour. Do, how long were you planning on sitting to eat? Twenty minutes? Exactly. No, right? Okay, that doesn't make sense. Simple math. My thing is like I said it was gonna be an hour, so why did you think I was lying? Like y'all are on fire right like, now. Why? I'm just enjoying it. It's I'm just, just like it's so. outdoors, it's hot, it's summer. I'm wearing this like dumb uniform, and I'm like, get out of my face! If you don't want to eat your I'm go in and out of a else. kitchen. Like, what are you doing? Like, I'm in and out of a kitchen. I'm sweating. I got menus in my hand. There are 80 people <laughs> yelling at me. Like, get out of my face. Impatient people. 
I, yeah. like elderly white lady. I'm like, just get away from me. Go, Karen. just go somewhere else. I, I know we've been talking about serving for a while, restaurants, but I feel like we need to talk about it. I gotta it. give you my response for that one. Oh no, we're gonna let. No, you're not getting away from that one. But I remember we were at Fridays one time, and it was maybe 12 of us, and we all sat down. And yes, we're niggas, so we all sat down, and we're at the Fridays in Inglewood, so we're over there on La Brea, or excuse me, um, was it is that La Brea? That is La Brea. Um. Uh, over there in Inglewood, so it's weird because when we sit down, of course we're laughing and talking, we're looking at the drink menu, we whatever, whatever. <laughs> Older woman, I want to say maybe late thirties, early forties. So when she walked over to the table, like you could tell, like she walked by to kind of like assess it, and then she went to go grab whatever she was grabbing. When she came back by, she was like, "Hey guys, my name is whatever it is." Yada yada yada. Um, this is our drink menu. This is our happy hour special. Are you guys ready to order? Because if not, I will walk away. I looked at her, and my boy looked at me and was like, "Should we tell her?" I was like, "Fuck it, I'll tell her." You're talking to a table full of servers. I just, I just want you to know that. She was like, "Oh, so you guys understand?" And started laughing. We were like, "No, we're gonna give you another chance to start over." <laughs> And we still ended up tipping like forty, cause we're all servers, so we're all we all understand. We just we we just hit your bar, so we know that you're gonna have to pay on this table. So we're not gonna fuck you over, but we had to let her know, like you're nah. I understand that we look a certain way, but no, you're gonna treat us with respect. Yeah, I like had to pull else. the um. Let me uh. Let me see your manager. Nah, I wouldn't even finna do go that. Go ahead and uh, go ahead and grab your manager. I wasn't even gonna do that to her. You never called a manager before. I know. I, I, I called a man. I called a manager or two into the manager. Cause anytime I'm having issues with my server, I've been a server. I'm never mad at my server. I'm always mad at the manager. Where the fuck are you? If I see my server spazzing, why are you not on the floor? That's just me. I'm a server, so I, I never blame my server. Two hundred dollar days. You ain't getting off the shit. What's up? Break bread. Nah, I spent two hundred dollars on it. You a lie. If you, you you paying for the seat already, and you don't <laughs> just the, like come on, and you gonna pay for the meal, you, you gonna pay to pay get for sick. The drink, you, you pay, pay to get sick for being at that house. Pay for the dessert, and you gonna do the tip. That's more than two hundred dollars at the stratosphere. Off tops, what's the problem? That's just telling me people cheap. That's what I'm saying. Cheap, and cheap. then also, where, where do you like? Where do you, you live? Like maybe the things cheap. near you, or you know. Is it cheap? Cheap. Yeah, people cheap. Uh, yeah, they always be talking about on social media. Back like, home, uh-huh. is it easy? Off tops. Wait, wait, where where's back home again? Colorado. Yes, Colorado. I always forget. Colorado. But Colorado's easy. nice, I'm sure. But it's easy to see. I've like driven through Colorado, I've never stopped. It has its days. <laughs> <laughs> it has its days. I'm going to be honest, it has its days. But you're going to be easy. It's, it's a lot cheaper there, so spending $200 is literally nothing. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Vegas, two dollars. Easy. You get a night out of it for sure. You gonna get you a, and it's gonna be a special night too. It ain't gonna be no, no. Let's McDonald's here. Let's go to the let's go to the drive through. You know, let's go get some snacks from the store. Hey, real quick, if you if you got a two hundred dollar date and you went to the liquor store in McDonald's, what the fuck? Are y'all <laughs> That's disgusting. Ew, you I don't even want to know how many Big Mac shops. Where did you find her? Which bus stop did you find her at? Because that shit is. Bro. He said, "Let me get a hundred McChickens <laughs> and a hundred cheeseburgers, <laughs> two bottles of Henny's." Yeah. <laughs> 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 like what? 
gonna be nasty the next day. See, and you playing to play. Walking out of Top Golf is crazy, <laughs> but not nah, they're they're expensive as shit. Um, Two guys, it's our time. Shut up, <laughs> it's our time. Moesha, sister, sister, girlfriends, one on one, among others, will be added to Netflix. They uploaded Moesha today. Um, how do you guys feel about that? I'm not watching. <laughs> That's where I'm feeling. <laughs> That's where I'm at with it. I mean, I'm gonna still watching. Just add. Uh, Are we asking like, why are they doing this now? Like that whole. I don't even know if I even have that question because I kind of do. I kind of do. Just know, add I know the Wayne Bros and why. add uh, the Martin on there. You feel me? That's two shows. You feel me? I'm good. Oh wait, Fresh Prince. You gotta have it. Yeah, because Fresh HBO Prince is on HBO Max. Uh, buy know, said I, you know why? Buy it from HBO. Yeah, because Black Lives Matter. <laughs> oh, I like that one. That's definitely a, a reason. But I, I seen this, and it's funny because I felt like it was just a, it was a, how can I put it? I felt like it was a, a nudge for me to go ahead and say this. I've been wanting to say this for a really, really long time. Duna, if you leave me out here in the street by myself, I'm going to be mad as fuck. But if nothing else, Capri said that I should go ahead and talk about this. So if nobody if nobody will protect me, Caprice will protect me. Whew. Who was your favorite person in Girlfriends? Oh, okay. Yeah, I got you back. I got um, you back. Sorry, big dog. It's been a long time since I've seen So you that. never – okay, so you don't remember. Yeah. So – I don't remember all of their names. It was who was it? It was Lynn, Maya, Lynn, Maya, Joan. Joan. Uh, what was the other one? Who was Maya? Maya wasn't Maya was one with Joan. Yeah. Anyway, long story a little less long. I had a thing for Maya, right? No, was are you sure was it Lynn? Was it Lynn? See, the light skin one. No, it was Maya. Oh. I had a thing for Maya. <laughs> so I had a thing for Maya. And then I was like, hmm, if it wasn't Maya, similar to what Caprice just said, I was like, Lynn is cool. However, I said all of this to say it took me to about middle school, and I realized that Tracy Ellis Ross was ranked four for me. And it was about that time in middle school I re-looked at Girlfriends and was like, yo, I was bugging. So here's my issue, and here's the part where I think I might need to be protected. It took me to just a couple of years ago for me to see girlfriends again and for me to realize, oh, you didn't like her because of her natural hair. Oh, no. I was conditioned as a fucking eight-year-old for Tracy Ellis to be the last one because of her natural hair. Tracy was by far the baddest out of that fucking show. By far, wasn't even fucking close in hindsight. No disrespect to all of those women. But I think, like, it's funny looking back because I was like, what what could possibly be your reason for having Tracy last? She was the only one that didn't have straight hair. Is that is that a thing now? Like, to you now? Is that a thing now? Is that what? Is what a thing? Not, not the natural hair look. Like, do I avoid the natural hair look? No. That's what I'm saying. I said growing up. Like, until middle school, I had to reevaluate. In middle school, I looked at my quote-unquote ranking of the show and was like, Tracy's the bombest one. And I was like 13 at the time. So I was like, growing up, my first like eight years, what the fuck was I looking at then? 
But I never, I still never knew. I just left it alone. But two or three years ago, I was looking at the show recently, or looking, um, I don't know if it was memes or whatever it was, and I revisited that question and was like, you were bugging. And it finally made me realize once I started looking at all the pictures, I was like, Tracy was the only one who was natural. It's going to take a minute, but it's okay. Mm-hmm. You all protected it, dog. Caprice, there's no protection going on. Oh, no. I'm sorry, because I'm looking at the cat. <laughs> the Tony. fuck is going on right Tony now? Tony was the bougie <laughs> there's, there's, one. There's, okay, yes, a lot of. No type of protection. There's, there's, <laughs> there's, fucking outside by protection. myself. Oh, my God. Because I'm going to be honest with you. I mean, you ain't got to. Yeah. Never mind. Let me not say. I'll plead the fifth. Oh my <laughs> god! All right. So no, it's just I was gonna say no. No, I was gonna say the wrong thing. I wasn't gonna say the wrong. Tracy, thing, I love you. But it's gonna come out wrong. So that's why I said I plead the fifth to this one. Because I was always about the natural look, and that was my problem. My point is, as a seven-year-old, I didn't know that. I was more attracted to straight hair because I was conditioned to like yes, straight hair. Yes, a lot of That's black children are conditioned yeah. to be like. more attracted to or think straighter hair is better and lighter skin is better because that's what you see in the media that's what you see whenever i noticed when i was like when i was young like when my my natural hair is like when it's just out it's you know just like poofy and i noticed whenever i'll have my hair straightened it was always oh it's so pretty like that you should do that all the time and when young girls hear that they realize what's more acceptable oh the more straight hair is more acceptable and then you know, more curly, natural hair, more it's coarse just the hair. It's the norm. Like, it, I didn't even, sorry, I cut you off. No, no, go ahead. Um, I didn't even, it didn't even occur to me that I could wear my hair natural when I was little. Like, I didn't even think that was an option. And you that's know, how like it wash is. wash day, man, wash, yeah. blow out, yep. flat iron, or like hot comb, I don't know how old you are, but like, I didn't even think that was like an option to not straighten my hair. Until I got to be like high school, I was like, people do this? Like, I don't have to straighten my hair? Yeah. So, of course, th- here's the protection that you needed. Of course, as a young boy, protection. you couldn't help what was surrounding you. Yeah. Of course, you're we, older now. We understand now. what was going through your head. Yeah, now you understand, and you see <laughs> you see why that was an error. Thinking, but that wasn't, that wasn't your fault. At least you corrected your thinking. Yeah, it's not your fault. There <laughs> are still grown black people who have a problem with their blackness, who have a problem with their natural hair and their skin color and not wanting dark kids and not wanting to get with a dark woman. Like that post I'm, on Twitter I'm gonna, I'm that we're not going to bring ready. up. But. This is why you can't get no, You know what? No, nah, fuck that. I'll bring it up. I definitely got subbed before and was said that I don't like dark-skinned women. Oh, that's and not what I was talking about. That's what I'm talking about. You know but I was subbed. I don't. Shut the fuck up, bro. All right, man. Hey, let Chris <laughs> live. We're not doing that. I told you I went to school with Chris. Chris, hey, apologize. Chris, shout out to Chris and his lovely, lovely fiance. Beautiful. You guys are great. You gonna stop dragging, Chris? All right, I got you. you I'm ready? not dragging nobody. This is why you couldn't get my protection. Cause you're not my nigga. Nah, cause my mom got curly hair, so I was already you were raised on some different shit. Raised on some different stuff. You but see, me? I feel like, and that's what's weird, cause I'm not faulting my mom, cause my mom wears her hair natural. She always wo- has had moments where she wore it natural. It's just, it, it was never a conversation. You dig what I'm saying? So what I'm saying is when I'm watching a show, and, and it's funny because now that I think about it, as a seven-year-old, I had no fucking clue what the show was about. I was no, just watching don't. it. Yeah. So I'm, 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 a, I'm a seven-year-old watching girlfriends looking at four women thinking of who I would date. That's what, I, that's what my fucking seven-year-old mind was doing. So like I said, when I revisited in high school and I'm learning more about the show, I'm looking and I'm like, Tracy's the coolest. Tracy was, in my opinion, the cutest. 
and she had her shit together the most. So in hindsight, I was like, damn, like even if you paid attention to the show, you would have realized that you were dumb. <laughs> and then even if you paid attention to what you were what you thought the what you thought was the aesthetics, you still would have realized that you were dumb. So it was just one of those things to where it took me, like I said, 13 years before I or what, 13 plus for me to realize, like, mm, I see what you did there. I see why your brain was so you, you were looking at everybody else first. You I see, see why. what society did to you. For yeah, sure. The outside, like, I don't want to blame nobody for that. I feel like it's still me for it's like society. It is. No, though. Yeah. It doesn't you have to. Sometimes like it's within the family as well. But the like norm. For me, I didn't. My mom never like referred to my hair as like good hair, or she never referred to like you know. My, my skin being lighter being a more positive thing neither did my grandmother it was always just normal like you I'm, know it it's just normal like I from know, outside yeah but i know who i am i know what you know what texture my hair is i know what skin color i have but it was never like i was never put on a pedestal like I, it was never you know darker is bad and because in some households Audrey. that that is happening that is happening where younger girls are you know even if it's in sub subliminal messages that you know the darker skin is bad or the more coarse hair is bad i don't know if you've ever disrespected me but i just realized you just disrespected me to my face did you just ask me if i still have a problem with natural hair and i have fucking locks in my head yeah that would be crazy that's the definition of self-hate uh, if i'm walking around telling a woman don't wear natural hair and i have locks I mean, it's not it's not like that though, cause I mean I do it and I don't know I do it, but I I do I definitely do do it. Do what? Ask that question to girls, and it's it's just I'll be like, well, not that question. I'll just be like, hey, you, you know, you, I, I think your natural your natural hair would look would be better. Oh, so you're not even asking a question. You're just giving your opinion. yeah. yeah. Giving that's my lit opinion. though. I mean, that's you feel me like I think I, that's cool. Like 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 you were saying, that's just I had just grew up different. My mom actually had conversations with me like that. You feel me? She used to always tell me just because you like skin, that don't make you any different from anybody. Well, else. that's right, mama. That's right. <laughs> and she'll always tell me, you know, you do got good hair, but that don't mean your hair is different from anybody else's. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Hair is still hair at the end of the day. You still got to get done. It still got to get cut off, etc. Yep. You know what I'm saying? But I will say this: the one thing that she always go. used to do, if you got green eyes, dog, it's raps. <laughs> It's raps. I fell into the trap. You feel me? So that's why I say I can't give you your protection on the hair thing because my mom always rapped to me. You know what I'm saying? Hair is hair regardless of the texture. I offer you my protection. Thank you. Offer that. I understand. I got the protection from the women in the room. That's all I give a fuck about. That's all I care about. Hey, that's cool. Because you you are not shit ever. But I offer you mine. I offer you mine too. Don't. He didn't. He didn't say anything to get him in trouble. Listen. But like, I know where you're coming from, and I know where you're coming from. It's okay. She's trying, yeah, yeah, trying. Trying. She's trying to keep us from fighting. She's trying to keep us from fighting. We're fine. Two bottles in of Hennessy right here. Two <laughs> bottles of Hennessy, I see. Um, fucking dumb. Um, we can we can talk about this real quick. Um, I had Snoop win in 12-8. Um, I gave X a sympathy point, which is what's my name, because I thought Snoop should have won that, but I gave it to X. So my vote would have been, what, 13-7? But that sounds about right. Um, sounds about right. I got to go with your first score, 12-9. 12-9. Or what, that's... that's too many. That's twenty one. Oh, eight. Twelve eight. Who? Snoop. Oh, twelve eight. Snoop. So he 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 won when he played. Mm. I, I gotta see which song. He played the PIMP remix, and I was like, "What are you doing?" Gin and Juice gotta be mine, dog. That was the third song. That shit. Yeah, that was. You can't you can't top that. All right, man. Well, we got another one. We got Ross and Two Chains. What you got? We can talk about this real quick. Don't be disrespectful. Ross no. against Two Chains. Ross. 
Ross. Easily. But okay, wait, but wait. I need let you me, guys to stop disrespecting 2 chains. Do no, y'all know that wait. chains have feet? You I'm not saying Ross doesn't. Check me out. But do y'all know that chains for a, at least two years was going, like, was the go-to guy for features? Wait, when boats out. came. Okay. Wait, yeah. check, check me out. I'm not disrespecting 2 chains because I know 2 chains got some catalogs. You feel me? Some people happened. don't even know him as Titty Boy, but that's a whole different, you know what I'm saying? So it's going to be a real close battle. Titty has a pen. I just want y'all to know. Then people really think. It's gonna be a real close battle. Titty has a pen. Is all I'm gonna say. I gotta go. Over so it. I think I think Ross will win because Ross has more cult classics. But y'all, d- d- I don't know. I didn't think any other uh, Caprice. Can you make sure you check the camera? I didn't think that um, DMX was going to be, or anybody else was going to be disrespected more than DMX. This two chain shit is getting out of control. Cause no. now I now I have a question. If Tiger and Two Chains had had a versus battle, who wins? Don't do that. I'm asking you a valid question. Don't do that. I'm asking a you valid know how, question. You know how I feel about Tiger. Don't do that. I'm asking you a valid question. Two Chains. Is it lopsided? No. But I'm going with Two Chains. <sighs> All right. You know how I feel about Tiger. I don't even know I'm what point going, I just proved right now, but that. I'm so upset. I'm gonna leave that. No Two Chains slander. That's but you're slandering him. No, I'm not. The way that you and Caprice both said Ross was a little disrespectful. I gotta go with Ross because, like you said, he got more of the them hints. Them that was he got some smooth. When Stace Game it comes on, it's a point. You know what I'm saying? It's a when Dice Pineapples comes on, it's a point. Two chains. He got more. It's I like did. more trap house music. It's, yeah, exactly. You know That's like, a good. Rick Ross really got some smooth, some smooth songs. Some you could just sit back and really chill to. You know what I'm saying? Two chains. Not saying two chains don't, but two chains is more trap music. He's a trap music artist, and I mean that. I just gotta go with Ross just just off the strength of you know what I'm saying. I if I hear this song, I know it's gonna be a point. You know what I'm saying? There ain't no coming back. But I don't know, man. You said two chains versus Tiger. I'm going with two chains. You know how I feel about Tiger. I, so I'm I just asked you a question. That's all I did. All I did was ask a question. Hey, I gave you an answer. You um. I just have one more thing before we get out of here. Maybach um, music. No, I'm just gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> I do be loving. I be saying that too. I be doing it. We're not over this shit, but we still gonna do that future and Young Thug battle. We're we're not getting off of that. We're not gonna get off of the Wale Fab battle. We're we're doing those two. Um, last thing I do want to um touch on really quick is this um a story from Newsweek. But did you guys see the artificial lake that was put in front of? The Rams' new stadium, the Rams and the Chargers' new stadium in Inglewood. Artificial lake. Yes. You mean by my house, old house? The uh, what wait, kind wait, of artificial? Wait, wait, wait. Lake? So somebody, what? you said wait a minute, artificial? Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, lake. Wait a I'm about to. That's why the rent so high. That's why I had to leave. <laughs> now that's some. That's a real conversation. Um, go to Twitter and type in Lake Inglewood. I promise you, there is just go to it. Anyway, this story from Newsweek says. The Los Angeles Rams have attracted flack on social media after users pointed out that SoFi Stadium, their shiny new home, was built in one of Los Angeles' most deprived areas. Located on the site that hosted the Hollywood Park Racetrack, the so- rest in peace, the SoFi Stadium will be the home to the uh, excuse me to the Rams and the Los Angeles Chargers from this season, and will be the first venue to host a professional franchise in Inglewood since the Los Angeles Lakers and the Kings left the forum for the Staples Center at the turn of the century. We can continue to go through this and read through it, but if you guys go and look at that picture, you see the way that they did it. So it's an artificial lake. 
it, it does not look like Inglewood. It does not look like my hometown. It does look a little different. It, I'm not even going to lie. It looks very, very different. Um, I, I just thought it was important to, if we're going to highlight that, I think it's also important that people do realize what used to stand there. And like they just mentioned in Newsweek, Hollywood Park used to stand there. And Hollywood Park, if you've ever been to the racetrack, they had a lake in the middle of the racetrack and it was one of those staples it wasn't a very big lake do i believe that it has been enhanced for sure do i believe that people in the city have reasons to be upset no question do i think people also like i said do i feel like well, i think what did i just say do i think that people have a reason to be upset yes do i think that people should also look at it as a win yes i do granted like capri said we can get into what's going on in terms of of housing and people losing homes and and rent going up and things of that nature that goes without saying that's always what i'm against i'm always against gentrification to that degree um but as far as landscaping if you're gonna blow up hollywood park as a person who learned how to drive at hollywood park as a person who still frequents Hollywood Park whenever I'm back home just for the smell, I've literally been going to Hollywood Park for 20 plus years. So I, I do think that that is a way to leave a, leave a lasting memory of what was there because a lot of history is there. So I do think people need to look at it from that sense as opposed to just a negative. I do think that video that, um, that if you type in like Inglewood or whatever, Somebody said, show the other side, show the across the street. And there's a churches over there, and <laughs> they just built the Starbucks. Yes, you, you guys get what we're hinting at here. My question is, why didn't you take the trash cans out the water? I'm sure it's not done. I'm sure it's not done. But, I mean, it just <laughs> goes to show that it it's... It looks like they just dumped water. Like, I ain't never been to Inglewood nor seen this. So oh, we're going to have I'm going to take oh, yeah, it. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm, to my Inglewood people, I don't know. You feel me? But I feel y'all pain because this is really terrible. You still got the ch you got two trash cans, not one. You got two <laughs> in the water. All right, bro. I'm I'm <laughs> off of this shit. <laughs> um, nah. That, I think that's a very good point. Um, as I said before, and we were just kind of talking off camera right now. Yes, and I say we, meaning niggas, we're gonna take over that lake. It's fine. I hope it gets taken over. I hope y'all trap at that lake. I hope y'all prostitute at that lake. Do all the grimy shit y'all need to do by that lake because fuck wow. that lake. Did you just encourage prostituting on Lake Inglewood? Bro, wow. do what you need to do. Wow. Don't respect the lake. Wow. Have don't all y'all traps lake. set up even, at the I lake. Even, I don't even know what to say to that. I, at all. <laughs> like, she just encouraged <laughs> trapping by the lake. Trapping, like, prostitution. It's everything. <laughs> everything. Every, make it, make every them, man, just make them, make them take it down. Make them, like, make them take it down. I don't take think they're, down. I don't think they're gonna that's, take it down. Like I said, at the end of the day, where. this is what I will say: Does attention need to be paid to the city, the surrounding areas? The like I said, the street where the lake is is Mad Potos. Mad Potos on that street. Like I know all about it. That churches ain't had hot chicken in about a, like come on. So there's other things around there that you can pour into in terms of the city. They're not doing it. But what I'm saying is, as Inglewood residents, why, when they're starting with certain areas, would you trash it? Mm. It don't make no sense. Because the thing that you're asking to help, you're contributing back to it. So it doesn't make any sense. Make your voice 
heard, but like like every like the best tweet that I seen was, "Don't be shy, show across the street." I think I think that's the best way to analyze it. I think people need to go out there and be like, "This fucking lake is beautiful." Da da da. Now look at these screens hanging off of these apartment buildings. I think that's a better way to approach it, especially being from Inglewood. That's just my personal preference. I think the lake fucking looks dope, especially as somebody who used to go to Hollywood Park. I do. I think it's a dope lake. Do I think there's other things in the city that need to be done? No question. I went to Westchester High School. Everything needs to be changed. So, I mean, it, it is what it is. You can take it for what, for what you want. And I say that because um, you look at Inglewood High. You look at Morningside. You look at all of these different schools, even uh, Animo. <laughs> which is a charter school, but you look at these different schools in Inglewood, they definitely need to be paying more attention to other things. Um, this camera might cut off. Quarantine has uh, brought us uh, uh, upon some hard times. Um, Man, for real. UNLV, you're fucking wildin'. I know I graduated, and I should probably chill, but you guys are fucking wildin'. When have they not been wildin'? That's a very good point. That's a very good point. But charging a COVID surcharge when classes are remote, charging people for amenities that they're not going to be able to use, make it make sense. They 50 million. They behind. They trying to pick it up. But that's out of line to make people pay for something that's not going to be used. That don't make no damn sense. We had a whole podcast called Make It Make Sense. A surcharge? And they're not going to make sense of this. Taylor, explain a your school. A surcharge is disgusting. Explain your People school. People are literally dying. Explain my school. I graduated. <laughs> I'm coming back for a master's. Hey, shout out. This hey. In the fall. I got the email about the surcharge. I was like. Did you regret your decision? Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure did. Instantly. I'm glad sure I waited. I, I read it six per, times. It's I was per like, unit. No. Six times. No. When he told me it was per unit, I, when he said surcharge, I thought, okay, we just one. Nah. When he said per unit, I was like, dog, with some classes, like a couple units. He's like, uh, yeah. There's like, six nah. classes. And then they, that uh, uh, charge don't even go to law school, dental, none of that. That comes from every other department. Wait, but law it's doesn't have to pay that? No. And dental doesn't have to pay that? No. UNLV, please make it make sense. Undergrad is $6. Grad is $8. Guys, sure. I'm still working. I'm on pretty it. sure. <laughs> I could be wrong, but I saw eight dollars. It's, it's definitely eight. I'm Graduate still waiting college. to work on an outstanding so I could play whenever we get sat on this podcast. Um, but I we talked about Moesha earlier, and I didn't get this bar out. Moesha's first album is full of slaps. The entire shit. Like I played it like two weeks ago, maybe a week. Ago, I tweeted it. Whenever I tweeted that Brandy's first album has nothing but slaps, go back and listen to that. And I promise you, you won't even question whether a song is a slap until song like eight. The first six or seven, you're gonna be like, yeah, undeniable fucking slap. Just go back. Just just go back I, and double check you. that. I got you. Um, I ain't gonna Pandora it. Yeah, no, nah, you can't Pandora. <laughs> you gotta go find that one. You gotta go stream that one. Um, do we have anything else? I do think it's important to update people too. Made the stallion gave her first update. I Shout out gonna, to Made the Stallion. I was gonna. Go there. Yeah, talk to me. No, I was just saying. I was hoping that that was that would spark something. I'm happy it did. Um, I wrote an article a few weeks ago. I'll send you the link if you want it. Absolutely, I do. Um, about how black women are forgotten. Mm. Um, it was about the whole Black Lives Matter movement, but um, 
I think it applies here too. Like, she is a black woman who was attacked by a black man, and people are acting like it doesn't matter because black women don't matter. Like, black lives matter. Black women's lives matter also. Like, it's just this gross tradition where, like, black women are, um, like, a thing to be possessed and monetized because, you know, slavery was, um, like, that ship kept going because they would rape black women and have kids and, like, the kids belong to the master but not really, like, that, whatever. Like, this is the whole gross tradition of, like, black right. women not mattering except for when they need to be used. So she's important because she, we use her music, we use her for her, our culture, for whatever, but like when she needs us, we don't come through for her. You know what I mean? I do. I, I don't have words for that. I agree. Appreciate you got something? Oh. I agree. I just, I hope she's okay. That like, I mean, everybody was making jokes and that wasn't cool. And I always tell people too, especially on Twitter, Twitter is ruthless in general. So just don't forget that. People have made, worse jokes but um i just think it's really sad that she has to to go through all that and she was around people who she thought she trusted and so i just hope she's able to you know clear her space and her spirit so that something like this doesn't happen again because that's i mean that's horrible anything else on it i don't uh one thing just kind of sat i guess in the moment you didn't really like it didn't hit too, too hard. Like, I realized it, and I was like, huh, that's interesting. And I think it probably just comes from Taylor knows, like, just from covering certain news stories, like, certain people, certain victims that give you a glimpse into what they've been thinking, kind of without even telling you. So the one part that kind of made me, made my ears kind of perk up, I noticed that Twitter perked up, too, and I was like, okay, maybe I am onto something was when she said that she didn't deserve it, that she didn't touch anybody. She didn't put her hands on anybody. The first thing that I thought was, from a victim's mind state, that lets you know that she's been asking herself what she did to deserve that. So that was the only part of, well, one of the only parts of discomfort for me because, like I said, having to interview victims before, it's one of those weird things to where they're almost like, you could tell that she's still searching for answers herself. So it's kind of weird when you watch somebody try to work through something in front of you. Like, you get me? It's always an awkward position to be in to begin with. So I don't really know how to feel about that, but that was the one thing that kind of did catch my attention for sure. I just feel like you got to look yourself in the mirror sometimes as a man. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like it was probably some jealousy. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Something ain't go right. But again, like, you got to look yourself in the mirror and understand, like, these are women. They still human beings too. You know, why would you shoot somebody in the foot and you wouldn't want to be shot in the foot either you wouldn't want to be shot period <laughs> you feel me like i just feel like we gotta like as men the men out there we definitely gotta start treating women our women better like in general like every no matter the situation, no matter the situation it, they definitely have to be treated better so I agree. that's my point on that i i don't really too much be here following celebrities business like that just but i mean as a man we all got to do better that's what we, we've said it on radio shows we've said it on podcasts we've said it on pretty much every platform we have um, 
we, we open it up by saying like certain things, especially with a podcast where we're expected to talk about current events, our lives and intermingle everything. We have to, we have certain people who want to hear our, I don't want to say analysis, but our, our standpoint on, and viewpoint on certain things. So that's why when we opened up with talking about Dr. Dre's divorce, you see the main thing I was hinging my hat on was not their divorce, mm-hmm. not why they're getting divorced, not how, not who's getting what in a divorce. Y'all thought Dr. Dre was stupid enough to not have his business straight. That was the one thing that I took away from that. So going back to what we said before, especially with Meg, like that is something that she let be known as well. She's going through something in real life and everybody is treating the shit like it's a television show. So we do want to, of course, send uh, continue prayers to her. We definitely want her to um, understand that we we understand it. We understand that who whatever time is necessary, whatever time is needed, rather um, for her to go ahead and take that. Um. Before we get out of here, I do want to touch on something really quick. And I have this playing in the background because um, I think episode 17, I talked about the podcast turning a year old. And um, I didn't really talk about it in the moment because we only did, what, 11 episodes at the time or 15 episodes. Some was something like that it was a little bit. So we were just learning how to do it, just learning how to get everything kicked off. And um, just recently, I talked to my business advisor, and I talked to uh, Sonya Jackson. Shout out to Sonya. And she told me that my business turns a year old this month. And it was the quickest month. I mean, excuse me, it was the quickest year that I think I've I've probably experienced. Um, but Emerson Enterprises turns a year old on 824. Kobe Bryant. So I think it's only fitting that we end episode 24 with Reason. Shout out to Reason from TDE. With Corrupt. Only because we talked about the mama mentality. We talked about just what Kobe meant to me. We talked about Kobe being my first interview. Um... I don't think, yeah, I don't think people, I tell my dad, I tell you this all the time, you can't write certain shit. So for it to be nine days after Nip's birthday, for it to be the day after Kobe's birthday, for my business anniversary to be 824, you can't make this shit up. You can't make this shit up. So, again, I appreciate you guys for rocking with us. Episode 24, Taylor, Duna, Caprice. I'm Terrell. We appreciate you guys as always. And until next time, we're going to let Reason take us out. Said if I give a fuck about a bitch, I'll always be broke. Never had no fucking endo to smoke way. This for the hope, my nigga. Kobe Bryant, I'm going to go down as the goat, my nigga. Wait. Give a fuck about a bitch. Should I always be broke? Should I always be broke? Should I always be broke? Should I always be broke?